I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. You're listening to Achtung Momo, broadcasting from the beautiful South Bermondsey. Accept no substitute. Pundit Games is a number one football trivia game and in partnership with the number one Mill podcast, we bring you our regular weekly taste of just the kind of questions that you can expect from Pundit Games. Check out punditgames.co.uk. It's a number one football trivia game. Terrific game for birthdays or, uh, you know, summer afternoons spent in the garden with your friends sipping a, a decent white wine, perhaps, chilled. Um, so just to give you a little taster as to what kind of questions you need to answer in order to score goals against your opponents, I've selected one this week from, some might think it more obscure, I don't know, but this is the international player section. We've, we've done quite a few English uh, Premier League and England national team, but this one's international players. Oh, I haven't got a clue on this one, dear listeners. So this is La Liga's top scorer in 20, uh, 2001-2. to uh, he also netted the winner in the Copa del Rey triumph for Deportivo over Real Madrid. He had a short stint at West Ham in 2008-9 and finished his playing career at Cadiz. Um, so this is a Deportivo, the Coruña star of the early 2000s, really. 2001-2 La Liga top scorer. If you know that one, dear listeners, you're a better man than me. But we will have the answer to that question at the end of today's show. But now we'll go over to we'll go over to the den and the coverage of the FA Cup tie earlier on today versus Leicester City. Welcome, 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 dear listeners. Welcome to a half-empty den. We're about half an hour before kick-off in today's FA Cup action here in South Bermondsey, Millwall versus Leicester City, third round of the FA Cup. And we've just had the team news announced, dear listeners, and it's surprisingly first-choice-looking 11, I must admit. There was a bit of a debate online, and I think Jim Hackett, in our um, voicemail show, previous edition, has got it right. I think um, that maybe the, the club fancy the money of a cup run. Um, Leicester City are our opponents, high-flying Leicester City, near the top of, I think, the top of the championship, not near it, they are it. Um, so anyway, the Millwall lineup is a surprisingly first choice eleven, which surprised me. I thought we might use the uh, occasion for um, you know one or two lesser-known faces to take the field, but no, we've got Sarkic in goal. We've got a back five. I'm going to guess wing backs: uh, Joe Bryan, Danny Mack on the wing back role, then across the centre we've got Wes Harding, Jake Cooper, and Ryan Leonard. Um, in front of them, Billy Mitch and George Honeyman, who's in this revelatory new central midfield role as, as um, many have been raving about in, in the media and online um, in front of him we've got uh, Watmore and Fleming and then up front the Lone Ranger Kevin Nisbet um, so yeah um, that surprised me did it surprise you dear listeners on the, on the bench have a look at the bench this afternoon um, Connor Truman in goal so no no Bart Bielkowski today Connor Truman is in goal. Um, then Tom Bradshaw resting up, I think. Ryan Longman. Alan Campbell, the forgotten man, the ghost that haunts South Bermondsey. Alan Campbell. Ramon Essay. Grant. I don't know his first name off the top of my head. I'll have to check that. Even the reserve team players. Walker, another reserve team player. Adam Malaki, the highly rated fullback that one or two of us came away from that um, Premier League final back in May, raving about. And Lawson. Um, apologies to those, those boys. I don't know any of their first names. Um, maybe this is a chance to get to see them during the course of what promises to be um, a fairly um, fairly good stretch of a game. Um, so, yeah, here we are set in the den. 
as I said, about half an hour. Mr. Bye for now is going for his chill out Ibiza um, CD. The farmers it next to his status quo greatest hits. I posed a question online earlier on, dear listeners. Does the FA Cup still retain its magic? Does it still have any any allure? Half the ground today is going to be shut. It's a big contrast to the last time we faced Leicester City here. I'm going to go on to the occasions upon which we've faced Leicester City in the FA Cup in a moment or two. But um, on that occasion, it was a crowd of 16,000, 17,000 nearly, I believe, if memory serves. Let me just check my notes before I... Uh, drop a gaff there. It was um, 16,000 and 18,000. 18,000 in the den that day. So um, a full house, as near as damn it. Today it won't be. It's going to looks like the lower tiers of the Coldblow and Docker stand are open. I'm obviously in the West Upper, and I think the West Lower and West Upper are so about half the ground. The upper decks of the two Millwall stands are going to be closed. Um, 12:30 kickoff, giving it a slightly unearthly vibe. But um, does the does the cup still retain its magic? Clearly, we're taking it seriously this afternoon. It's a big debate online about whether. Uh, the big clubs, the premier elites, still see it as anything worth having. There is ultimately, I guess, uh, a Europa uh, League Cup place, not Europa League place at the end of it, if you lift the FA Cup. I personally, I think it's, uh, it's an institution that should be retained as long as the game can support it, because it's the very first football competition in the world, isn't it? The um, well, first major one, anyway, the FA Cup, 1872, which is, what, 150-odd years ago now? Um, there's got to be some value in a competition that has such standing and grandeur. Uh, there has to be. If there isn't, then the game is not worth following in my book. So, yeah, um, I'm glad to see we've named a strong 11 because that supports the competition. It pays it respect. And I'm kind of liking that. Um, it would have been tempting, and I nearly fell for that temptation. The last temptation of Nick would have been to field a reserve side this afternoon because, obviously, in the aftermath of that terrific five-game, three-game on the spin, winning, five games unbeaten we're climbing up the table we're even daring one or two of us listeners to look up at the top but uh, the FA Cup has been a competition that Millwall have always uh, is beloved here at the Den um, over the years from the very earliest days through through the last century and now into, into the modern era so great to see us supporting it in the way that we are now just going on to history, because we do love to talk about a bit of history on this show, dear listeners, is done we? I've been looking at previous uh, games, but we've actually played less on quite a few occasions in the FA Cup. The very first FA Cup type is uh, 1934, January 27th, 1934. Uh, it was a 3-6 loss, unfortunately. Um, so a high-scoring nine-goal thriller, as, as the uh, Sunday Mirror had it. Leicester run up the score whilst Millwall blunder. Nothing new in this, this world. Um, until they were three goals behind at the den, the Sunday Mirror says, at New Cross, Mill did seriously did not seriously trouble Leicester City, who were quite definitely the superior side. A 6-3 win then for the Foxes that day. Um, slack marking. Um, again, tell me if you've heard this song before, dear listeners. Slack marking letting us down in that 3-6 loss in the FA Cup. Fourth round. A cold blow lane. Here's a crowd for you. We've just been ooing and aahing over 18,000. Here's a crowd for you. A cold blow lane, 34,459. By no means the biggest crowd ever to uh, pack them into that wonderful stadium that lives forever in our memories. Certainly anyone that ever, ever had the pleasure of privilege of visiting there. But can you imagine, all your older listeners, can you imagine 35,000 people nearly packed into the den? Um, the biggest crowd I think I ever was in was uh, an official 23,000 versus Liverpool in 1988 in the uh, first division days. Might have been 89 actually towards the end of the season. That was 23,000. And believe me, dear listeners, that was packed. What it would have been like with another 10,000 people, it would have been, um, well, as a lot of those old stadiums were and often proved themselves to be, it would have been dangerous. So there we are. That's 1934. Nine, uh, nine goal for uh, Millwall, three Leicester City, six in the in the fourth round of the FA Cup. Um, we move along. All these games have been played at home. Every time we played Leicester City, we've played them at the Den, which is interesting. Well, the old Den and the new Den. Next game I've got here was uh, Leicester City at home, 25th of January in the uh, all FA Cup fourth round again in front of the. 
crowd. This is not so long ago. Is that the other one was 1934. This one's 1969. Listeners, 31,480 packed into the Coldblow Lane. The Den again for this fourth round visit of Leicester. So I think Leicester then were in the first division. Um, 69. Did they not make the final that year? I, I think they. I think they did. They lose to to, to Manchester City. Oh, my memory's failing me now. Um, anyway, the Leicester side that day, which I do have, contains some famous names. Peter Shilton in goal, David Nish, there's a name from the past, Peter Rodriguez, John Schoberg, Graham Cross, Bobby Roberts, Alan Clark, who was a forward that will go on to greater success with Leeds, uh, the killer, the sniffer, Rodney Fern, Andy Lockett, Dave Gibson and Len Glover on the left side. That's, that was the Leicester side. They were actually winning with a goal from Len Glover. 1-0. Uh, uh, Mill team that day, another litany of Millwall. Uh, heaven here, jo uh, Brian King, John Gilchrist, Harry Cripps, Brian Jacks, uh, Barry Kitch, Dennis Burnett, Derek Prossy, Eamon Dunphy, Keith Weller, Gordon Bolland and Billy Neal. Substitute uh, Ken Jones, I think his name was. I've only got Jones written, I believe it was called Ken Jones. Um, just predates me a little bit by a couple of years, throughout the three years. But that was another defeat. Um, so he did have a very good track record in these home cup ties versus Leicester City. Oh, there's a, a report there. Uh, Gilchrist error there. Gilchrist horror. Um, John Gilchrist, this is book, let's talk about accountability. This is from the, the People, Sunday paper, Mill Nil, Leicester One, by Peter Batts. Gilchrist horror, KO's the Lions. Gilchrist, John Gilchrist kicked his team out of the cup with a back pass straight from the Chamber of Horrors. There was no pressure when he tried to turn the ball back to Brian King, but it had not travelled three yards before it struck, stuck in the mud for Glover to stroke it in. So a bit of a howler there by John Gilchrist. Um, and full accountability in the press back in those days. That was from the Sunday Mirror on uh, Sunday 26th. That game played on 25th. So, yeah, we move along to better days. Just as I go through my notes here, we've got um, 1985. Who was there for this one? I was there. Mill 2, Leicester City, nil. 19th of Feb, 1985. Another fifth round game, not fourth round this time. Fifth round of the FA Cup. Mill will line up that day. Paul Sansom, Keith Stevens, Paul Hinshelwood, Alan McCleary, Dave Cusack. Lindsay Smith, Steve Lowndes, John Fashionu, Nicky Chatterton, Steve Lovell and Anton Achulakovsky on the bench, Kevin Bremner. Great names from the past. Two goals there from John Fash, 44 minutes, and Alan McCleary on the 79th minute in front of 16,160. It would take us on to the fateful away game at Luton. Which the best, less said the better, probably. But this was a great night. I came along as a midweek game um, in the Leicester City side that day is everyone's favourite football pundit and political commentator increasingly Gary Lineker up front but the uh, Leicester side Ian Andrews John O'Neill Tommy Williams Paul Ramsey Andy Feely Bobby Smith Ian Banks Ian Wilson Gary Lineker Adam Smith who had um, achieved success with Arsenal of course and another name from the past Steve Linex there's a name from the old days so that was a great great cup tie in the full tradition of Millwall overturning um, bigger sides I believe they were I think they were Division 2 side. No, the Division 1 side, I believe, at that point. We were third division, certainly in a higher league. Put it that way. I haven't checked the uh, league positions of the respective sides. So, anyway, it's a huge um, back page splash. Famous back page from Mirror Spork, uh, Sunday Mirror. Knees up at the den. There's a photo of George Graham, John Fashionu, and Alan McCleary, the two goal scorers. Uh, report by Halley Mirror. The Pimash men of modest Millwall brought joy to depressed Dockland as they did a cockney knees up into the quarterfinals of the FA Cup last night. No stereotyping there, dear listeners. Hundreds of delighted fans invaded the Rockard Den pitch, cold night as I remember it, to salute their third division heroes before the real celebration started. Mills run to glory started with disposed of non-leaguers Weymouth and, and Enfield. Gathered momentum as Crystal Palace were beaten and definitely took off when Chelsea were knocked out in the fall. And it's a legendary away game for any of you younger listeners of the Millwall um, beating Chelsea in the fourth round at Stamford Bridge. Big John Fashion, a hero in that game, got the vital first goal here this time and was involved in Alan McClary's goal that ended any Millions' interest in this year's competition. Millwall worthy winners are no strangers to a spot of giant killing, says Harry Miller. As Millwall 2, Leicester City nil, 1985. Big night, I remember it well. Great night, actually. Um, so we move along, and another game. I, I was at this game, but I can't say I remember it particularly. This is, um, no, we should have remembered it. It's quite a dramatic turnaround. Mill 2, Leicester City 1, 
5th of January 1991. This would have been the 1991 season. And I can't remember this game at all. So maybe it's just the uh, passage of time. It's a third round game. So dramatic in the sense that Leicester actually leading this game 1-0. And um, Mill turned it around with 88th minute Teddy Sheringham. And 89th minute Paul Geordie Stevenson. 88 and 89 minute goals to turn around a 1-0 deficit into a 2-1 win. Mill's side that day, Brian Horn, Keith Stevens, Ian Dawes, Gary Waddock, Steve Wood, Adam McCleary, Paul Stevenson, John Goodman, uh, Teddy Sheringham, Alex Ray and Les Briley, substitutes John McGlashan and Dave Thompson. And I don't remember it. I don't know why I didn't. I would have been there. I wouldn't have missed that one. But um, yeah, for some reason that one's uh, been deleted from the heart. Algorithm, so a good win there over over Leicester City. I think they're another Division Two side at that point, or the the Championship equivalent in modern money. And then finally, of course, the game that you'll have seen on your YouTube. Um, cut the club have repeated this clip. The FA Cup um, Twitter account have repeated these clips. It's the famous, um, of course, I'm talking about 18th of February 2017, in front of 18,000. We mentioned that the crowd already. Millwall won Leicester City nil, who were the champions, Premier League champions, champions of England at the time. This is a wonderful day, an immense atmosphere, you remember it. The Leicester City side began as, was it a second string 11? There's one or two big names on the bench, but they certainly came in as the game started to get out of their grasp. Uh, Zaire in goal, Ben Benaloon, Chilwell, who famously refused to take his throw-ins because of the amount of nasty words that were being thrown at him from the, uh, the Den sidelines. Wage, Amati, Kapuska, King, Mendy, Damari, Gray, Musa and uh, Okazaki up front. Um, substitutes, Old Brighton coming in, uh, Vasileski and Jamie Vardy, none of which was good enough to beat this glittering array of, array of talent. Jordan Archer in goal, Jake Cooper, Tony Craig, the only survivor from that, that game, actually, Jake Cooper for today's fixture. Tony Craig, Sean Cummings, scorer of that legendary late, late, late goal. Callum Butcher, Shane Ferguson, Byron Webster, Sean Williams, Fred Onyadinma, Steve Morrison and Aidan O'Brien. Subs, uh, Jimmy Addu coming in for Callum Butcher. Uh, names you forget, don't you? Callum Butcher, by me. Lee Gregory for Aidan O'Brien and Marlon Romeo coming in for Shane Ferguson. One of the great days in Millwall history. Um, I don't think anyone that was here will, will ever forget that. Um, man, uh, just going through a few of the, uh, the interesting facts that I've picked out from on the websites here. Match winner Sean Cummings scored that wonderful goal from a deft pass from, from Lee Gregory. You forget how um, well placed that pass was by Gregory um, late in the game. Uh, and to be slid home by Sean Cummings, otherwise a fairly um, journeyman player for the Lions, but he, 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 that's his football's way, he etched his way into the, the Mill history books forever with that beautiful late, late finish. Ten men, obviously a second yellow card shown earlier on for Jay Cooper. And um, this place exploded. I, I, I think I've said online, I'm going to repeat it for the purposes of your podcast, listening an hour or pleasure, dear listeners. I used to work with a chap when I was working with Peabody, and he lived over on the other side of uh, Southwark Park. I don't know, I'm gesturing whilst I'm talking to you, and you can't see me. I'm gesturing away across Southwark Park in, in the, on the other side, over by the leisure centre. And um, he said that uh, when the goal was scored, the noise sounded like an explosion off in the distance uh, from his back garden. So um, that gives you a sense of the, uh, the joy that that result generated that day. So there we are. Um, six, this will be the sixth um, FA Cup tie between Mill and Leicester City, all at home. Mixed results. But in recent times, we've um, had good, good days against Leicester. Let's see what we get today. So, dear listeners, it's uh, half half empty den. I'll be checking in with the game later on. So, till then, um, I'm going to press the pause button. Achtung, Mehlball. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome, welcome, one and all. Welcome to the den, the sparse den, dear listeners. Teams are coming out onto the pitch. Leicester in a strange kind of um, orange, yellow and white turnout. Millwall, of course, will be in their familiar dark blue and white. Um, yeah, sparse. Half the ground is shut anyway, so that doesn't help. Um, but it's not a huge crowd. I've done a um, few thousand, maybe. Maybe 5,000, something like that, perhaps. I don't know taking a bit of a stab at it. Um, so yeah, fairly full strength looking Millwall side as I was saying earlier on. Let's see how we progress. The cup is still something worth pursuing it seems from the Millwall perspective. Certainly if you progress through the rounds you get prize money. Money is what we want. Money, money, money. So um, fair play to Joe Edwards. Also keeps the momentum. I think Jim Hackett was talking about that in the previous show. Keeps the momentum of this previous good form, recent good form, keeps it rolling. So, um, yeah. Well, I call it the Groupon stand in previous shows. It's uh, the empty blue seat stand today, I think. I quite like it. <laughs> I quite like it all on my own up there. So, Mill will be attacking the away end of the first half in accordance with the teachings, the philosophies, the triatonizes of the uh, venerable bead writing at Jarrow Monastery back in 9th century Anglo-Saxon England. Millwall shout attack if the away end in the first half. Going to be kicking us off. Leicester attacking the uh, the lower decks of the cold blow this afternoon, dear listeners. Fleming, about to uh, get proceedings underway. Away we go. Wes Harding back in the uh, central defence. Been looking really, I mean it was a great performance obviously by Sean Hutchinson in recent matches, but um, slight knock on him. Apparently, Ida Marimarku had a slight knock in training yesterday. It's a little run here. This is Duncan Watmore straight at the heart of the Leicester defence. Is Billy Mitch. It's, shall I insult your intelligence by calling transfer-linked Billy Mitch? There's an odd ball that someone's back bedroom story linking him to Charlton. The ball into the box, linking him to Charlton. Quite why Billy would want to go to Charlton, I, I, I don't know. Uh, his brother plays there, but um, it would be a strange move if this uh, if that were to be so. But I think that is one of these internet accounts that uh, not to be trusted. Flags are standing proud in the wind. It's a um, breezy day. It's been chucking it down with rain the last few days, but uh, not today. It's grey and overcast. Slightly unearthly 12.30 start. But cold. I think that's Leicester City saying our support is fucking shit. That's because half the ground is shut. Instead of, incidentally, it was a great... I, I've got to believe it's a parody um, posted last night from alleged from a Leicester City fan about rules for travelling to Millwall Way, which is uh, don't wear your shirts, obviously, until you're in the ground and reveal them to enrage the home support. Because one thing we can't bear to see is a load of football shirts. Lovely little one-two there. It's uh, great through for Duncan. Duncan Watmore checks on the on the left side. There's a ball in from Billy Mitch. That's too high, unfortunately. Little moment there where Watmore couldn't quite get moving with it. Four minutes. Leicester goalkeeper's wearing a kind of a lurid raspberry um, and, and mauve number. Oh, for the days when the goalkeepers wore green shirts. I'm going to open up a nostalgia. Everything was better yesterday and years gone by, I count. Not been done before, I don't believe, is it? On Twitter. Everything was brilliant in 1955. Ball. Nicely cut by Joe Bryan. There's an obvious ball from Zian Fleming. This is what more on the break down the right side. We're on five minutes, just six minutes. What more into the, into the belt. Shot blast at the goalkeeper. And that near post angle. This bit was wanting on the far post. He had to take the shot on, but the angle... Maybe should have shot across the goalkeeper there, I don't know, but um, my, my football career in school, Castle Coombe school football, was not glittering, dear listeners, so 
I shan't presume to advise a professional strike on how to score goals. There's a nice run there, a nice break forwards by Duncan Watmore. That's a chant I've heard for a long while. Shit ground and no fans. That's, that's one from the um, Great American Songbook, that one, isn't it? Blimey. I'm enraged. Yeah, early start, dear listeners. I had a bit of toast this morning for my breakfast, just to keep you up to date, because it seems to be the way of the firm now that you post your breakfast arrangements. Um, so I had a bit of toast this morning, which filled me up nicely. But I got into the ground. I must admit, I was a bit peckish, so I went for um, a West Upper sausage roll. It was loosely, usually containing sausage meat, a lot of pastry to it. Well, it preserves my sanity for the game here. Yeah, this is Millwall pressing forwards over on the right side. What are we now? We're on uh, seven minutes. I've had worse. I've had better as well, though. Beautiful little ball. That's Watmore now attacking this right side. He's been looking dangerous since the start. The ball into Honeyman Blast shot. Really nice taken shot there from um, Danny Mack. Danny Mack, sorry. Um, little ball inside from, from uh, Duncan Watmore. Danny Mack took it and shot him on moving. Nicely done, actually. It's battered away by the goalkeeper again. Nice takes here in the Fleming midfield. It gives Joe Bryan a chance to break forwards. He's got Nisbet in front of him. He's got into the box. This is Kevin Nisbet. Edge of the penalty area. Can he get some shot? He gets a shot, but he's dug underneath it slightly. He's gone wide right. Um, bright start by Millwall. We've been by far the more um, enterprising of the two sides. Their shooting boots aren't quite... Laced and properly loaded yet, but uh, that was what eight minutes in. Some nice breaks forward from midfield. This is the Joe Edwards process. They make a great uh, band name, like a hip kind of um, jazz beat combo, isn't it? And the Joe Edwards process, four-piece band playing Ronnie Scott's or something. Ten minutes. Well, it's been a pretty bright start for the Lions. Um, nothing on target yet. We've had a few pokes from various locations. And looks, you know, looks a break from midfield, as I've said. So, good start by Millwall so far. Inside, there's Billy Mitchell now crossing the halfway line. Billy's got Nisbet in front of him. He's just probably taking a touch. If I does break to Nisbet, always oh, try to slip in. What more there? This is this is uh, Mitchell again. A rare shot from Billy blocked. It's been a while since we've had a cup run, dear listeners. I suppose it would be that 2017. Um, run past Leicester City. I think we finished up against Tottenham, didn't we? The last, um, the last cup time I played at the old White Hart Lane, which was a bit of a pounding that afternoon, but it was an experience to go there, I suppose. That'd be the last time, so it's been a while. Incidentally, a huge thank you to everyone who's been buying the Backdung Mill calendars. So we're going to have one more week on sale. The um, MSC stand at the Cold Blow at the Middlesbrough game, which is next Saturday, will be the last time that we're going to have it on sale at the Den. Um, we're going to take it off, off after that, we've run its course. And then I'm going to do a little tot up on uh, how much we've generated for the food up. I want to say a huge thank you to everyone that supported the Achtung Mill calendar once again. So um, I'll do a post online, the final tally when, when I've done the numbers. Not the post office horizon system I'm using, though. Otherwise, I'd be costing me, you know, money. Or I'd be doing some time inside the uh, Wandsworth. What scandal that is. Anyway, some nice midfield one-twos by Millwall. That's uh, something we've not seen. That museum was unlucky with that pass forward. He was trying to find McNamara. This is the 29 though, on the edge of the Millwall penalty area. It's going to fall to the, almost to the 11, right side. Leicester still in possession. Ball across the face of the goal is 1-0 with 7 at the far post. First real chance, um, crossing from the right side, headed home at the far post, what a 7, 17 minutes. Shame, we've been bright to start, but um, you can't argue with finishing like that. 1-0 Leicester. Leicester City, of course, are oh, you know, one of the two, with, with Ipswich until recent, uh, Ipswich's recent dip in form, they are the standout side of the Championship, so... Um, much depending on how seriously they're going to take the FA Cup. Looks like they want to progress if they can. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be... An, it's, we're up against it, in a sense. But we've started well, so let's keep at it. They look sharp when they break forwards. I've got to give them that much. But we've looked pretty sharp ourselves, so let's not down ourselves, dear listeners. Talking towards the halfway point for the half. Obviously, Mill now a goal behind. 
pretty good start, I thought. Bottom line's looking pretty bright, but obviously caught with that break forwards and crossing from the right at the far post by the, the seven. Take by the 28, beautiful taking turn. Take your head after that great tackle though by Danny Mack. Listen to that applause. What more draw another free kick. Beautiful take and turn by the 28. I suppose that's, that's what money can buy you, dear listeners. If I could be bothered, I'd have to find out what his name was. Well, cannot be bothered, it's not that, not that kind of show, is it? All breaks, this is Duncan Watmore. Shot on target, nicely done. He's really looked dangerous so far this afternoon. 25 minutes. Taken nicely by the goalkeeper. 25 minutes. I'd say we've, um, obviously the goal was slightly knocked the stuffing out of us a little bit, but we're carrying on trying to play a bright style of football, which is in keeping with the Joe Edwards philosophy. Another great jazz bad name. Um, Leicester do look good, as we would have expected. But we've got to keep plugging away. I, I suppose the only thing that's going to be interesting, let's put it that way, is the uh, inexperience of the bench. I would expect to see some of them, because if, we're, if the game's um, for trailing, then um, we might as well go for it. That's going to mean bringing some of the kids in to play. Great tackle midfield there by Joe Bryan. Billy Mitch now with the ball. Ball through. This is Kevin Nisbet. What can he do? Falls to Ryan. Shot on target. Saved. I thought he could have had a shot there, Nisbet. He tried to cross it from the right side. Probably the percentage play, but... Um, should he have had a go? Probably should have done, in my humble opinion. Certainly I'm taking a lot of positives out of this performance, despite being behind in the FA Cup tie, I'm taking some positives so far from what I'm seeing, dear listeners. This is um, Mill again, pressing forwards. I think probably the most positive thing I'm taking out of the game is that so we're up against a strong side here, but we are taking the game to them, and that's what you expect from Mill side of the den, in contrast to the uh, days of Gary Rowett. Incidentally, I don't know if you've been listening to his um, podcast, it's quite interesting. Dave Carolyn, behind the scenes, I think it's called, or something like that. And she tries to open the door a little bit on the world of football management. In most recent edition, I was out of my constitutional listening to it yesterday. Um, talking about the January transfer window and the pitfalls of signing people in January. Um, it's quite interesting. His, his viewpoint is that you're often better off not doing anything in January, although there's a fan expectation that you, you sign, you know, that uh, you make adjustments to strengthen the squad. Oh, there's Lemming taken on the halfway line. It's going to be a yellow card, surely. Taken turn by Zian. Clipped on the halfway line. They might show him a yellow. He might have a word of him. I don't know. But yeah, so that was uh, Gary Rowett's um, controversial view. No yellow card there. But often the players you're signing in January are problem puppies, you know. He, he um, described how often managers will have to um, take players off them on the basis of YouTube reels. Sometimes they'll try and get to see them if they can do. Not always possible. Ball floated forward from Joe Bryan. That's aimed towards Jake and too far. Um, he... Half the fun of the Gary Rowett podcast is trying to fill in the blank names as to who these people are that he's talking about. He referred to a player that he signed, who as soon as the uh, boy walked through the door, he had an instinctive um, sense he'd made a mistake by signing him. Now, I don't know who that was. I, I'm going to guess it was J uh, Troy Parrott. I could be wrong. But he didn't feel right about the signing. Um, that's probably the biggest, highest profile YouTube reel-based signing that I can think of. Um, Oliver Burke... He signed twice, so I can't believe it was him because he described how he had a sinking sensation when he met the boy that he wasn't going to fit in. Um, maybe Burke, but I don't know the Burks because he signed him twice. So um, anyway, the, the point being that uh, often you make desperation signings in January, which is not really how you want to be doing it. So it's quite an interesting listen. I do recommend you have a, have a listen if you're uh, at the gym running or whatever you want to do, driving, whatever you want to do. It's quite interesting. Between the lines, I think it's called. Not behind the scenes. Leicester player now down, rolling around. Mill playing on. Breaking forwards. Quite right, this is going to earn the applause of the Den. There's a player down, I think the expectation from Leicester is that we would have stopped play. We haven't. Very modern expectation. 
This is uh, Watmore now on the right side. It's cutting inside. Mill keeping the ball well. We're tipping towards 30 minutes. Still over on the right. Honeyman in towards Watmore. Can he, he does take and turn. Nicely done. We have a shot. He will. Over the bar. Nicely clipped shot from the edge of the penalty here by Duncan Watmore. By far the most dangerous player so far. 30 minutes on the clock. Leicester players miraculously had like a, a, a Lazarus style uh, deathbed, got off his deathbed and walked, didn't he, dear listeners? That's what he's done now, he's back running and no need for any attention. Ball breaks, this is uh, one more again coming from midfield. He's got McNamara overlapping, he finds him, Mad Danny Mack in the box. Oh, he took a cross uh, deflection there off the heel of the defender, has gone for a left sided corner, could have gone anywhere. Nice move. I thought Watmore was going to take the shot and he put in Danny Mack who's crossing to the box. Just took a slight deflection there. We're ticking towards 34 to 35 minutes still, listeners. Left-sided corner for Millwall. Millwall's injury list today includes, of course, Sean Hutchinson. Brooke Norton Cuffey's out. And Marku's out. In comes a corner. There's a header over the bar by Jake Cooper. Free header. Should have done better. Should have got it on target. Put it over about six inches over the bar. Not far away. 35 minutes floated into the six-yard box. Bodies flying in, Jake Cooper balked. That was the roar of the crowd, but he heard. It falls now to Billy Mitchell on the on the right side. It falls into the box. There's Jake Cooper again. No power, looping kind of header, no power on it. Goalkeeper takes on the line. 30, 37 minutes. Passing, just breaking down. We're trying to knock the ball around very nicely in this half, in triangles, in our own half and midfield. Obviously, there's always a danger that that can break down, which it just did there, giving Leicester possession. But um, I'm kind of admiring the ambition that uh, Joe Edwards is, is injecting into this side. We're trying to play better football, better to watch football. If it's a results business in the end, but um, we do seem to be looking towards being in 2024 rather than, you know, in the past, so to speak. 29 on the right side. Great tackle there by Billy. As his critics online, Billy, I think it's a bit unfair. He's a defensive midfielder in a classic style. And the 1 2, there's the 21. That's 2 1. 2 0. 1 2 on the edge of the box. Hard to defeat that kind of move. It's uh, left the 21 free inside the box. Shots in, in off the left side post. Nice finish. 40 minutes, you still do start to get the senses. Game is going to get away from us from here, dear listeners. And looks like we've got an injury to boot. Who's that down? Ryan Leonard. He's walking away. Looks like he's okay. But you do worry every time he goes into a class, dear listeners, don't you? One of our best players, but um, a fragile, a fragile Ming vase, as I've said before. Looks like we're taking him straight out. Ryan Longman's going to come in. He doesn't look very happy. Let's hope it's nothing serious. Well, this game is getting away from us now, dear listeners. That's the end of um, Ryan Leonard in, in, in today's action. And we're two goals behind to a team that is uh, tearing up the division. So, so go on. This is Leicester breaking forwards now. 29 gone down the middle of our defence. A shot on target. And Sak Sarkic is down low to save it. Nicely... Um, Said it was on target, it was a dangerous shot actually, it's 30, 43 minutes, so going to be a bit of injury time with that attention to, to uh, Ryan Leonard there. But suffice to say, matters have taken a turn for the worse for Millwall. After a pretty good start in fairness dear listeners, but it's certainly gone off the boil now. Incidentally, big shout out to an anonymous, and, and he asked to be anonymous, a nice little move here. Billy Mitch breaking forwards, he's got men in space, he's got um, Joe Bryan on the left side, what can Joe do? Shot into the box, straight into a defender, unfortunately, unless to bring away. But it was a nice move forwards. Our final ball was just not finding the mark, dear listeners. Ball breaks, this is the 28, now on the right side. No one up with him, thankfully. He's had to pull up. Yeah, an anonymous Achtung listener. I just want to say a big thank you to that anonymous Achtung listener who put um, 300 quid into the Lions Food Hub a few months ago. I just picked up the email from the uh, junk folder, it got into the junk folder of the Achtung email account, so I just want to say sorry for not responding sooner, anonymous listener, and what a great gesture. Um, a new listener to the show, new fan to the club actually, he's um, 
knew everything really, but um, he's made a, a fantastic £300 donation to the Food Hub, which is wonderful. I just want to say a big thank you. Um, and I apologise for not getting back to you sooner on, on that one. A.N. Other. Let's recall you A.N. Other. Big thank you. You know who you are if you're listening to the show. 45 minutes on the, uh, on the clock. And the bezel watch. Mill have struggled to just to find that last ball, that last moment, that crucial finish. I suppose that's been the difference between sides. This breaks now. This is Kevin Nisbet on the left side. What can he do? Shot in at a from the left side into the fours um, calf, unfortunately. Five minutes overtime. Probably should have done the touch better there, dear listeners, I think. If we can get a goal back, then the game opens up again. It does feel a bit bleak at 2-0 down, I've got to say to you. Looks like the magic of the FA Cup was worn off quite remarkably quickly. But a goal, you know, put some electricity back in the den. There's a half-time whistle. Yeah, we're up against it here, dear listeners. Um, I don't think there's a, the FA Cup run's looking quite as um, promising as it did in those opening, you know, 15, 20 minutes. Certainly up to the first goal, really. But um, since then, we've looked a little bit second best in, uh, in the sense of the final ball. So, at the half-time break, Leicester, deservedly so, 2-0 ahead. Achtung, Mehlball couple of um, half-time ex-posts, the formerly known as Twitter, of course, Matt Webb, one of our contributors. Matt Webb says, the scoreline aside, we, if we play like this for the rest of the season, we will cause more problems for teams and we'll be looking up the table. Leonard Injury, why play him? He asks, why play him? He's a massive blow. That's, yeah, I mean, you're right there. Um, Matt, uh, Matt Nash, ruthless uh, team, being Leicester. There's two chances, takes them. The other team looks better side at times, but can't score. That's us <laughs> so far. Then, yeah, delivery poor from crosses and corners generally. Centre mids are giving the ball away far too much, says Matt Nash. I, I think you've got to credit the um, quality of the defending. I, I mean, I know that we are not a top-end side, um, dear listeners. Um, but they've actually they've defended quite well. I mean, whether that's us putting poor balls in or whether it's good defending, I don't know. You can, there's, a, there's a fine line there. But um, yeah, we're up against it. It certainly feels like the game's going to slip away from us very quickly. We don't get into it sharpish at the start of the second half. There we are. We're playing the right way. We're trying to do the right things. And we are up against a strong side this afternoon. But yeah, I know what you mean. Big Paul asks, why play Leonard? For fuck's sake, why play Leonard? Asks Big Paul. It's a very good question, Paul. Um, TT, half-time, says you can't create six very good chances, take none of them and expect to win a game. Um, Two-nil down and five injuries in a week, says Dan Wall. Depressing, depressing half-time, isn't it? Apparently Danny Dyer's here. Danny Dyer, he of Green Street and... um, all the other uh, canon of work related to football hooliganism and villainy. Danny Dyer, I thought he was West Ham. What's he doing then? Yes, he's seen the light, dear listeners. Yes, Danny Dyer has seen the light. Like the, uh, the man from uh, Green Day. Also seen the light. Billy Joe Armstrong. In a kind of a cooing kind of... I read this in a cooing voice from his popcorn. Says that Danny Dyer just walked past me. I think I read that in a kind of a cooing style. There we are. Here come the Lions for the second half, the listeners. Feels like Mount Everest to climb if we're going to stay in the cup. But as Edmund Hillary must have said in 1953 to Sherpa Ten Come on, boys. Let's go up this mountain. Let that be a lesson, dear listeners. Life lesson for you there. Entree Leicester. Millwall will be attacking the uh, very sparsely attended cold blow lane end. Upper decks shut. Only the lower tier open. So it's going to be Leicester to kick us off in the second half. Away we go. Lions 2-0 down. Balls to the wall. Oh, there's a ball break. This is Nisby on the left side. Shot into a defender again. That's been the story of the game so far. Nisbet on the left side in space, but shot into a defender. Where does the line between poor shooting and crossing and good defending start begin, listeners? I don't know. So I'm for all you philosophy students out there to answer. Do, do email me with your thoughts. 
on when and good defending start and begin. Uh, but poor attacking and poor good defending. It's cold. <laughs> I'm rambling. <laughs> I wish I had a Jameson's ginger and lime. They're not being advertised though. I think they're a football league brand, aren't they? This is an FA Cup, FA competition. A few times across the game when we start in the second half, but also at times, especially at the start of the first half, we were breaking into space quite, quite well, just not finding the right cross. Maybe that's the, maybe that's the quality of the big bucks by us, you dear listeners, I suppose. But certainly it's promising. He says, says Leicester break forwards in space, looking dangerous. out thankfully by the middle defence. Leicester crossing from the right side, dangerous towards the seven, here's the 40 on the left side. It's across the face of the middle goal but cleared by, by Jake Cooper. A danger moment there dear listeners for Leicester. 52 minutes. Leicester pressing forwards, ball thread within the box, that's a great save and they finish. Really nice save by Sarkic there, run down low. And then he blocked the uh, the 11 as he came in to follow up the rebound. Mill full stretch pressing forwards. So it could have been, should have been a third goal, but they do have the ball still on the right side. There's a clip shot from the 29, part wide left. Mill living on the, the seat, skidding, skidding along the seat of our pants there, dear listeners. And that's one, two. George Honeyman pressing forwards now. This is wide right to Ryan Longman. Goes past his man nicely. He's in some space. Can he get the ball in? Bodies flying everywhere, Nisbet's claiming a penalty. Referee's not giving it, it's gone for a right-sided corner. 52 minutes, right-sided corner. George Honeyman to take, there's a bit of, um, bit of move, you know, spirit generating around the half-empty then. Right-sided corner here. Floated in, deep, 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 They're headed down. Yeah! 2-1, little header down. Is that toe from close, who was that? believe that was what more dear listeners nice little uh, close range finish let's have a look at it again ball floats in deep it's headed down by, i believe by jake tapped home by duncan what more 2-1 it's got the crowd on its feet bit of energy bit of spirit around the den suddenly There's a ball into space. This is uh, Watmore on the left side, right side. This is Ryan Longman. Little one, two. George Honeyman just gets away from him, unfortunately. Let's well, live in the place up there, listeners. Well, it's made it interesting at least, dear listeners. Ticking towards 60 minutes. The line's now 2-1 behind. And the interest of the den has been aroused. Loose ball gives Ian Fleming the ball in the middle. He's done a high looping pass towards Kevin Nisbet. His goalkeeper's come out. What was chasing it down? What can Billy do? Goalkeeper is back in his goal now. He's got Ryan Longman overlapping on the right side. Ball into the middle. Into a defender, unfortunately. It's been the story of our, our game, really, dear listeners. Longman now is playing quite well as a winger. Again, the ball's into a defender. 61, 62 minutes. And the ball forward, 28. Beaten. Sarkic, you've got an open goal. It's 3-1. Break out of defence. Sarkic came, got beaten by the... Uh, the forward and that's put it away for 3-1. It's a shame, there's a little bit of flurry of um, action I think that probably again takes it takes it out of our reach. But they're very fast on the break, dear listeners. Leicester taking an eternity to reform. I think they're trying to kill the game off now. And last we might be able to kick off and start again. 3-1 now, Leicester. Three going to all 64 minutes, dear listeners. Mill certainly um, I've given it a good go in the start of the second half. We've been punished by a brilliant, brilliant finishing and breaking. Here they go again, down our left side. He's offside, offside, the 28. 
So Bradshaw's coming in for this bit, not this bit's finest hour this afternoon. He's not done horrendously, but he just hasn't been effective. So anyway, in comes Tom Bradshaw up front. Comes towards the halfway point of the second half. The lines have obviously produced a, a bigger flurry than I might have expected at half time. Got it to 2-1, but now 3-1 down again. We're certainly up against it, but we are continuing to attack. It was uh, almost in for Bradshaw there from Joe Bryan, but he's moved clear by the goalkeeper. So it's been a heartening display by Millwall. I mean, I, I can't say that um, obviously the result is going to be the only thing that matters, but um, it's been a, a bright display by the Lions. This is uh, Zian Fleming on a little run in the midfield. He's been dispossessed by the seven, unfortunately. So no, I think there's a lot of positive to take out of this game. It's not a result yet, but it's oh, it's a long it's a, Overhit uh, ball from uh, Danny Mack there. Joe Bryan, sorry, Joe Bryan. Oh, there's a ball forwards, this is the 28. Oh, he's put that wide right, I think that was 4 1 for a moment. Um, Harding just been caught for pace there, this boy is fast, he's 28. And powerful. I think probably that's the difference, fast and powerful. We just look a little bit less than fast and powerful at times going forwards. That's not to knock our performance, but it's just a difference between two sides there, dear listeners. Sands of time are running out of our hourglass, dear listeners. Leicester will break. Men in space. Here they are, the 40 on the left side. Much amusement. He went to shoot, went for the spectacular and skidded on his bum. No better sight in football. Talented player. He fell on his bump around the 77 minute mark. Now that the, the, the aforesaid player who fell on his backside has been um, substituted to spare his blushes. What more coming out to um, good applause. I've been my man in a match really from a Millwall perspective on a tough day really for the Lions. This is SA uh, coming, isn't it? That'll cup time for That'll <laughs> probably damage your value. Cup time. There's been a lot of talk online of the need to improve our central defending. Um, obviously with the exit this afternoon of Rhino, we don't know if that's going to be any kind of long-term injury, but you do start to think that um, there's a ball across the face of the goal that's gone for a left-sided corner. Um, yeah, so clearly it's an area that um, would be of concern. I did see recalls for Chinakoli from Bromley. And one or two, I think Alex Mitchell's remaining at uh, Lincoln. But one or two of the other lone boys are out and about other clubs. I haven't got the list, so apologies, listeners. But certainly the one that caught my eye was Chin at uh, Bromley, who's come back to the den. After a pretty good spell down there, I think he's done well with Bromley. Going great guns in the, uh, in the National League. Whether he's seen as coverage, whether he's got the level in him, I don't know. I thought he did when I saw him in the uh, under-21s game that I keep mentioning. But you never know. A few people filing for the exits now, I think. They're probably not bad judges, listeners. It does feel like uh, well, we've got just under 10 minutes to go. Leicester shot from distance over the bar line, um, high and left of the goal. Uh, yeah, so people filing for the exits. I don't blame them. It's been a cold afternoon. It's, it's promised, um, on occasion, it's promised some good... You know, some good days ahead for Millwall, but we've certainly been second best to a very strong Leicester side this afternoon. Now this is the 28-3, it's battered away by Sarkis Schweitzer. Two great saves by, by Martia Sarkis. Any Sarkis doubters that are remaining out there, he's done very well there with no, no support in front of him. Bart was not well today, hence kind of Truman being on the bench. I read on the uh, social media, this is Leicester breaking down the left side. Daddy brings away neatly enough. I mean, the Millwall goal now would certainly revive the interest that we saw briefly up until we went 3-1 behind. So a late, late strike would certainly uh, keep the bums on seats to the finish of the game, dear listeners. I mean, I've got to say that's been one of the criticisms I would make of this Millwall performance. There's been plenty of spirit and plenty of um, promise, if you want. But the final ball's got to improve because we're up against a decent side. We can't afford to be wasteful, as we have been, in all honesty, this afternoon. Left side corner, 87 minutes, and it comes. Oh, slotted home by Zian Fleming. On the volley. Side footed in, bottom right-hand corner, 3-2. 
I was talking about a goal to make it interesting, listeners, and there is. Nice finish. Wow. Straight from the corner, side foot on the volley, and Fleming. Nicely done. Middle two, Leicester City three. We've got um, two minutes, three minutes of regular time, I make it. That must be about 87 minutes, that goal. I've not given it up, and I think that's, that's pleasing in itself. That's another positive for you. Wherever you're listening to this show, all around the globe, all around the world, it's the jam, one saying. It's gone for a corner, left-sided corner. I did read an article in The Athletic about how foreign coaches laugh at English fans getting so excited for a corner. Apparently it's a bit faux to um, get overly excited for corners, which are seen as just another method of restarting play by the beautiful people out there. But I quite like a corner. I like a good deep corner with a bullet header by Barry Kitchener. What can we do here? We've probably come towards the end of the regular uh, time. taking it short, which was not well received. That was a, like the middle crowd like myself. They wanted it lumped in. Still farting about with the ball. There's a long cross into the box. Leicester bring away. It'll be uh, Joe Bryan to launch it forwards from inside our own, own half. Boys singing, we're not singing anymore. We're still 3-2 down, mate. But there we are. We're taking it short. It's going to be no Joe Bryan trying to get a better angle. Zian Fleming overlapping. What can Zian do? He's put the ball into the box. Flick header from Tom Bradshaw. He's on target, but the goalkeeper was down low to collect. Nice move. Longman picks up in midfield. Zian gets clipped, but the referee sees nothing. Ball down the middle. This could be 4 2. Looks like a penalty there. Oh! <laughs> Jake dodges a bullet. I thought he pushed him in the back. He went down easily. The referee saw that as a dive, thankfully. I thought it was a penalty. Confession between you and me. We're mates who can talk to each other, you and me, listeners. It looked like it from where I was standing, but anyway, thankfully we got away with that. Here come the lines down the left wing. This is Joe Bryan. Gone past his maggots clip. That's got to be a free kick. Right on the edge of the penalty area, left side. Maybe a couple of minutes to go of the added time. What can we do here? It's um, maybe three yards short of the corner of the left side penalty area. It's going to be Joe Bryan to take it in that left, left side position. Not quite last chance saloon, but we're ticking towards the doors of last chance saloon, dear listeners. That's going to be Zian Fleming, I think, to have a go. I think he fancies a shot. What can he do? Shot blasted in. Oh! Low and hard across the face of the goal. Well, as I've said already, there's enough resistance and enough spirit that's shown in this side across the whole game, especially in the second half, to leave everyone um, who leaves the den. So I think it's probably going to finish 3-2 now to, to Leicester. But everyone should be leaving here feeling like there's enough in the side to find results where we need them against teams that are not of the quality that we've seen from Leicester. And that's most of the division listeners because they are runaway leaders. Of the division, so um, yeah, I'm taking I'm taking some positives away from what looks like a FA Cup exit. We could probably do without the cup run, despite all the um, reasons I came up with at the start of the show to be cheerful about a cup run. We can probably do without it. There is Leicester win it 3-2. Um, hard fought game in the end. Um, I thought we showed plenty of um, fighting spirit. Second best in quality terms, but um, there's enough in that performance by Millwall to take a lot of heart for the rest of the season, the Joe Edwards process. Uh, man of the match, I'm going to go with Duncan Watmore because I thought he really put a lot into the game. Um, quality of the crossing, probably in the end, the difference between the two sides because uh, that was really what separated us. So there we are. It finishes here at a cold uh, early afternoon den, Millwall 2, Leicester City 3. Leicester go into the hat for the fourth round, Millwall, and start planning for the rest of the season in division in the championship. Achtung, Millwall.
So there we are, dear listeners. That's the end of part one of this weekend's edition of Achtung Mill FA Cup Special in the wake of that 3-2 loss. But a dignified 3-2 loss with plenty to take out of it, as we've said across the whole show. Um, so thank you for listening to this part one edition. Part two, uh, the voicemail edition, will follow later on today. So until then, from me, Nick Hart, it's Arrivederci Millwall. The answer to today's trivia question, punditgames.co.uk, dear listeners. Player, I, did, I must admit, I didn't know this one. This is the, the Deportivo La Coruña's top scorer, 2001-2. Um, played at West Ham, apparently, 2008-9, don't remember him. It was Diego Tristan, Diego Tristan. If you got that question, get out more often, dear listeners. So uh, check out punditgames.co.uk for the number one football trivia ball game. Till the next edition of Acton Mill. Arrivederci Mill and bye for now.